Welcome to the Growing Together podcast, a show for inspiring conversation and practical steps to help your church become the church where all generations thrive. I'm your host, Justin Ku, and today my guests are Alina and Martin Van Rensburg. Together, they work alongside young adults as life coaches and public speakers. Alina serves as the Director of Tertiary and Young Adult Ministries in the Seventh-day Adventist Conference of South Queensland, Australia. In previous episodes, we've talked about this idea of church being a place where you can actually belong before you believe. Uh, And so I wanted to kind of keep that in our mind as we enter into this idea of rediscovering and rethinking youth socials. How do we get creative with these things and how do we provide space for young adults and young people to come together and actually belong? Uh, I think about some of the things that I've done when I was in like high school or college, the bowling socials, we went paintballing one time. And and a lot of times these are really, really fun. But uh, I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on on what is doing well in helping young adults connect together to feel like they belong, even if they haven't figured out everything theologically in the whole world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think one of the things that we've seen, um, I guess, growing up is, um, yeah, we, we did try, like our groups would, you know, try to be put on the best type of um, youth socials or um, put, put on some really cool programs, make sure that there, there's there's something that connects with their culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that we've been, um, I guess, recognizing as we've got I guess, a little bit more mature <laughs> is um, it's while we've got to meet people where they're at, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's better to do it with them than for them. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. Anything you want to pick up on that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, just going on a smaller scale, when we think about building community and helping people connect, um, one experience that we can really draw upon, um, Justin, is our own life group experience. And for us, life group was more than a Bible study. Um, yes, the study of the word and praying together was a really important part. But a, a, another very important part was connecting and building relationships and creating that sense of belonging um, that you were speaking about. Um, so one way that we would do that is we would have a meal together um, and we would have dinner together. It was like our family dinner night, um, but people weren't just coming to have a meal and arriving and, and being fed. We actually invited people to contribute an ingredient. Um, we actually invited them to bring something like tomatoes or lettuce or cheese, um, something simple that when it came together turned into something amazing like haystacks or poke bowls or something like that. But the beautiful thing about that was we were in the kitchen making food together and it was chaotic and wild and crazy. But at the end of the day, we had this you know, feast that everyone had contributed to. And I think that's a great metaphor for, you know, how we approach helping people to belong is is for people to have um, a space and a role and, and, you know, have value placed upon what they're bringing to the circle. Mm. That's awesome. I, I know that in the past, uh, we defined, you know, the success of our events or our ministry by the sheer numbers, the attendance factor. But you talked about connectingness, uh, mm-hmm. connectedness. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you measure that? What are you looking for when you're gauging? Well, did we do a good job of helping our young people connect or, or, mm-hmm. or is it just simply they showed up? Maybe they had a little bit of fun, but all right, see you later, you know, maybe six months later. Mm. <laughs> it's a good question. It, it is a good question. You know, how do you measure... Um, like how deep you go I don't don't know like sometimes it is about um setting that up it's I don't think it's always about going so deep so deep Mm. but at the same time I think there's like 
you've got to be intentional mm. and you've got to um, set that. You can set that up with questions. You can set that up with even like, um, you know, this notion of Sabbath schools and things like that. I know many people, they, you know, they have Sabbath school in pews, right? Well, you know, that's not the best way to have conversation, you know, looking at the back of someone's head. Um, mm. You know, sometimes it is about the row, uh, circles rather than rows. And mm. um, I guess that's the thing that we're, we've been looking at with this whole idea of social events is, you know, there's, there's this aspect of wanting to make it really fun and, um, and have a good mm-hmm. time. But then we've, we also want to ha- um, come to it with um, kingdom eyes of how do we go to a, a, um, a deeper place where that, that they can be impacted by the spirit. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you find you guys doing something different than, say, the average church or, or Sabbath school? Because I think, you know, this trying to create a space where, you know, the spirit can impact them. I think mm-hmm. that's that's. Uh, hopefully the starting place for every mm. church gathering or uh, of, of of sorts but is, is there something that you're finding that you're doing in addition to or differently to really make that happen mm. i think one of the things that we would encourage and you know we're not saying that you know we have all the answers but at the same time i think the encouragement that we've been giving um to our different groups that we're working with is how are they being intentional in that space and you can run a great activity just for the sake of a great activity but how can we actually set that up in a way that really truly you know builds community and allows relationships to develop and one really simple thing through that is you know the power of personal invitation um it's so easy to just advertise an event and hope that it's cool enough or you know exciting enough that people will come um but there's nothing that beats um getting a text message um that gets um beats you know getting a phone call and when we talk to groups about you know how how their different um you know calendars are going and and how their their group is going when they talk about um building community we hear things being said like we're we're calling people regularly we're connecting with people regularly um and that's the way we're building our our network and you know the, the social and the gathering together is the fruit of personally investing in people's lives Mm. and i think the other thing um i would say to that is like just having an understanding of where your people are at um Mm. just because it's something really works in one context it doesn't mean Mm. it is the best for your people and Mm. i guess like each of us are called if we're like a leader or a shepherd or a pastor or anything like that we've got to have a and understanding where people are at, where where do we need to see the good news um, or people set free so that they mm. can truly be like that movement that we're wanting to see. So, I mean, mm. part of that could be running something really cool in the, the community where there is those, you know, the flashing lights and whatever else, but because you're trying to get people to um, connect to a certain space, but it's but it could be something totally different too. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, one of the things that we're encouraging churches to do is to get creative, to try new things. Mm-hmm. I would love to know about times that you've attempted something for like a social event and it completely failed. And what did you learn from those moments? I think, yeah, the wisdom that we're sharing today, um, if you can call it wisdom, is because we have learnt. Um, and yeah, I can think early in our in our ministry when we may have 
you know, put on an activity. Actually, I can think of something really specific. It's just come to mind. We were wanting to put on a dinner um, for um, students that were graduating, you know, at the end of the year. We wanted them to really feel um, loved on and celebrated. But the fact was, you know, the group that we were inviting, we didn't have a personal relationship with. And so we were really relying on, you know, the event itself, the restaurant we were going to, to be the draw card. Um, but ultimately it was only, you only go when you know people and when your friend is going. And so I think one of the things we learned really early on in our ministry is that it has to be relational and friends have to be inviting friends and you use those existing networks um, rather than just relying on the event itself to be the draw card. Because um, you can put yeah. like amazing marketing. Well, I, I'm, in, <laughs> I'm in marketing, right? Mm-hmm. So you can put all the flashy things all around it. You can put the sound and whistles. But yeah, as Alina was saying, it's about the people groups. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, you've, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And I think, you know, having learnt from that, Justin, I think of a recent experience last year, you know, every year we run, you know, camp meeting, our annual church convention. And typically on the Saturday night, a social had been run over the years, you know, for the last 10, 15 years. And it it had kind of dropped off a bit. Numbers had dropped and it was always that pressure on the Saturday night. What are we going to do that's actually going to make young adults stick around and want to hang out on a Saturday night? Um, And all sorts of things, you know, we've tried. And this last year, rather than running a really cool, I guess, social activity, we actually um, ran it as a fundraiser. And so we had some of our young adults that were involved in um, a a uni chaplaincy ministry. They hosted the night. So they had a massive team that hosted the night. And then all of the groups were in teams. Um, There was fundraising and there was, you know, cake auctions. And the whole idea was to raise funds. And it was just amazing, actually, when you saw that it was social, yes, connected, yes. But when it was something that was bigger than ourselves um the mm. the turn up was huge and people were in teams they were contributing um there was you know time to connect and, and build friendship but there was also a bigger purpose so that was a learning point for us oh that's so good you're talking about uh something bigger than yourselves you mm. talked about connectedness mm-hmm. is there anything else that you're noticing that's really working or maybe even what doesn't work when it comes to uh getting people connected when it comes to social events mm. I don't know. This is our thinking. You can have some thinking music on at this point. Um, I think, yeah, I think we've, we've probably shared, you know, those main things. I think having a team that also is really aware of, of new people coming in and having those eyes to see, you know, people that walk in a room or a place and not just expecting that everyone's going to know everyone. I think it's actually really important to have a team that are intentional in that space and are seeing those people that are alone. Um, and to have some of that facilitation um, to really bring bring people together and help to start those conversations. Yeah, I would I would add to that with uh, the idea that, I mean, just to do th- things for a, the youth group as opposed to with them, like mm-hmm. the team aspect is so critical because if you're wanting to raise up this next generation, mm-hmm. well, how can you do it for them? You know, like empower them, build up the team, give them responsibilities, give them a title, mm-hmm. you know, give them the, you know, CEO of something, chief of <laughs> marketing, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever it is, but like start um, speaking life into them to mm-hmm. think bigger than themselves. Um, something that they can actually invite their friends to, you know, mm-hmm. like I know when I was growing up, I, I was really embarrassed about, um, you know, youth groups and stuff like that. but 
what would challenge me would be um, asking that question of, well, what would you like to see? You know, what would make you like invite mm. your, you know, your your crew? Mm. Um, yeah. I love that. I love that. And, and when we see Jesus's uh, method, we see him modeling that mm-hmm. over and over in the New Testament. He's mm-hmm. he's turning over the reins to these disciples as they run off and go conquer the world. Yeah. Uh, he's giving them the keys and he's empowering them. And, and that's really what I think helps them to stick around a lot. They're able to see the miracles worked by their own two hands. They're able to see God work through them. And I think when we get a taste of that, it's it, it's addictive. It's like, man, this this is what life could be about. I I, I think I want more of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 